0: Hi guys, I'm Kira,
1: and I'm Gary, and we are the Grays,
0: and you are tuned into the the No Gray Area Podcast, Podcast. where lines are rarely blurred,
1: voices are always heard, and love is is an an action action word.
0: Welcome back, guys, to the No Great Area podcast. Uh, 2020 was a doozy. Um, Doozy?
1: I believe (laughs) the correct word is trash. 2020 was bugging?
0: 2020 definitely was trash. Yeah, definitely. Uh, But we just want to know where the money reside and Um, where that stemmy at. (laughs) That's what we're trying to figure out for this year. Okay. Um, so happy New, happy New Year to our solidified family mm-hmm. and everyone out there. Um, we hope twenty twenty one brings you guys much joy, peace, love, happiness, whatever that looks like for you. Right. And we're just ready to get this thing rolling. Um, so before we get started, we just want to say thank you to all of our supporters for last season.
1: Do we? I'm playing. <laughs> of so course, we do. Thank feedback. you guys
0: for all your feedback, for yeah. our sharing, um, liking our posts, you know, getting the word out about this no gray area podcast. Right. Um, we are definitely excited for what this season is gonna bring, Absolutely. and what this year is gonna bring for us, um, professionally and personally. Uh, in our relationships and everything else. And
1: financially. And financially. Manifest it, as you were saying. Yes. <laughs> <All right. laughs> we
0: are manifesting some great things this year, and we are looking forward to bringing you guys um, some really good uh, content this year. That's the plan. That's the plan. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So, um, so, what are we doing today? So, anyway, you know, 2020, what we're just going to recap real quick, and then we're going to roll right into figuring out where our Oof. money resides. So,
1: you really want to recap that?
0: Um, not the negative you know uh r.i.p to all the people we lost last year mm-hmm. um it was a whole lot of uh, family members friends and otherwise that were lost due to COVID 19 and 20 and we don't want to just bree- uh breeze past that we want to you know say send our condolences and our loves to family that have lost that lost family due to COVID and otherwise so mm-hmm. we don't want to look over that but mm-hmm. COVID wasn't all bad we were able to uh, quarantine and spend some quality time with each other and our Forcefully, kids. Yeah. Whatever. You enjoyed <laughs> it. <laughs> He's trying to act like he didn't enjoy it, but he did. He did enjoy it. I'm You're sure. Right, I yeah. Um, I think we all enjoyed it. Um, specifically for me, because most of you guys, if not all, know that I am uh, active duty military. Almost done, but I'm still riding this way for a little while longer. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, um, it actually gave me an opportunity to spend some time with my children. Uh, mostly, you know, I left my oldest quite a bit before she even turned three years old. Yeah. So, you know, it was good to actually see some of those milestones from my baby that I wasn't able to see with my oldest. Um, so that was awesome to see. Okay. Um, and to get those experiences with her, like seeing her first steps, believe it or not, I never saw my oldest daughter's first steps oh. and that's actually, that's pretty rough for me, you know? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we were able to, you know, see some of those milestones, uh, with Avery that we weren't able to see with Damaris. So, okay. um, yeah. So, um, what ha- what else happened in COVID-19, 20?
1: People got paid.
0: Yeah, people got paid, so (laughs) some people didn't get paid, so we don't want to overlook that either, you know, there's a lot of people that lost their jobs, homes, and otherwise, you know, small businesses uh, took great hits, and, you know, um, we don't want to overlook that um, either, because that was a big thing, so. um, No, so
1: 2020 pretty much is a lesson uh, to figure out how we can move on and do better and do great things. Right. So Let's just go on, move on.
0: Right. We started a business. We started a podcast. That's why you guys are listening to us right now. Right. Um, I actually planted a garden and it actually grew some things. Oh, yeah. You yeah, did. yeah. I had a few tomatoes, yeah. squash, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, you know, we found out, you know, a lot of our passions and um, skills and, you know, stuff that we didn't really know we had, like. Yeah, I actually have found that I'm pretty creative, I like to think, and it was, uh, you know, pretty interesting figuring that out. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Creative. creative. All right. Anyway, so um, I know you guys have a lot of goals and plans for 2021. And the biggest thing I will tell you guys is whatever those plans and goals are, write them down, make them plain and stick to them. You know, manifest the stuff that you want. You know, I am strong. I am a believer. I can do this. I will be great. You know, things like that. And that's something that we are practicing within our own household, like manifesting those things that we don't have. Um, And making them into things that we want for our lives. All right. Um, And also gratitude, right? We got to be grateful. Uh, You got to (laughs) be grateful for what you have in order to be able to receive those things that you want. So, that's something that, you know, we are manifesting as well. And so we want to save more money, even mm. though we were able to save quite a bit last year. Uh, we want to definitely invest fully into our brand and into our business because we see this No Gray Area podcast as the starting point. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Uh, my curious creation business is a starting point. But we want to grow this and make this into something way more than just, uh, you know, this podcast and us talking to our 24 subscribers thank you guys for that by the way <laughs>
1: so yeah so be grateful but also never satisfied
0: that's right never settle on where you at don't get comfortable right there's always com- more right. out there to You're attain right. absolutely so keep grinding. right so speaking of money goals we gonna pick up where we left off on the last episode with finances so we we left off on our, our finances part one um, some people don't like to talk about finances because either you don't really have a lot or you like, nobody's gonna tell me what to do with my money, right? Right, right? I see it all over social media all the time. You can't tell me what to do with my money. These are my coins, I work hard for my coins and you ain't gonna tell me what to do. Okay. So, <laughs> so disclaimer, we are not, by any stretch of the imagination, financial counselors, advisors, or gurus, we are not. I am,
1: so I don't know about you, but.
0: So why aren't we millionaires?
1: Maybe I am low-key. Oh. I'm playing, I'm playing. Oh,
0: so you had money now. We just talked about that in our Q&A. It's cool. <laughs> anyway, if you're a millionaire, I'm a millionaire, too. Absolutely, yeah, so. together. Yeah. That's the goal. Well, you know, yeah. We we are definitely um, just giving you guys a few tips that have worked for us, and then we are well aware that we have a lot of work to do um, to get to that point. But... uh our goal is we want to create some generational wealth, mm-hmm. something we can pass down to our children. I know by definition, generational wealth means you have it for three generations. Mm-hmm. But we're going to start with trying to get it to, I think we're okay for one generation, but we can be better, right? Absolutely. We could yeah. definitely be better. So yeah. we're trying to work towards that. And so the only way, you know, you can get to um, the big picture is you have to take it one step at a time, right? Yep. I think a lot of times when... Uh, people get to a certain level of wealth and a certain level of understanding, Mm -hmm. they try to reach back to the people um, in their circles or whatever. And they try to say, Oh, I'm going to help my friends or I'm going to help the people I grew up with. But what they fail to do is to remember, go all the way back to the beginning, not just, you know, you can't tell somebody that doesn't have that can barely pay their bills to invest Mm. Invest in what? Like they're just <laughs> trying to pay their bills. Right. Right. Yeah. So I think you have to start with budgeting, you know, start teaching them how to budget, you know, teaching them how to cut stuff out of their lives um, that could provide a little bit more money. Right. Budgeting mm-hmm. is just simply um, income and expenses. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. What, you're, what are you bringing in and what's going out? Right? Right, right. Before we start talking stocks and, you know, things like that. I mean, those things are great. But I think we need to peel all the layers back and try to reach people, meet people where they are. Yeah, keep it simple. Keep it simple. Right. Um, So let's jump right on into this thing. So a lot of people trying to figure out, where am I is at? You know? (laughs) (laughs) got nothing to do with me. Yeah. So a lot of people haven't received their stimulus check yet. Uh, By the time this is aired, you may or may not have received your stimulus check. Mm. I'll tell you, we received ours and it's gone. (laughs) Hmm. But for a good reason. Right. Right, We invested it into ourselves. And that doesn't necessarily mean that we put it into the stock market or whatever the case. But we invested it into ourselves, um, you know, to make it grow for us. Right. Right. Um, So stimulus, you think, do you think, babe, that it was enough?
1: Which one? The first round or the second round? Both.
0: Like do you think the twelve hundred and the five hundred per for um dependent and then the six hundred was enough?
1: Well, I mean, anything's better than zero, right? Right. So, I mean, that's a good thing. But when you read articles and and things of that nature as far as other countries getting this stuff weekly. Right. And I'm like, All right, come on now. Right. What is America doing? Seriously, we're way behind when it comes to things like that. Absolutely. But I mean, was it enough? I mean, as long as it could take care of something that you couldn't take care uh, take care of before, then right. uh, It is. It did its job. So, right. For I, me, I I don't think it's enough because I love money, <laughs> but you can't ask for something too much. So yeah, it did its job. Right. What about you?
0: Um, I wouldn't say that it was enough, right? Mm. Um, yeah, like you say, when you compare, um other countries to how the U S did as far as like providing relief and support for people. Mm -hmm. I think they could have done a, uh, definitely a better job at, um, providing relief for for people. Mm -hmm. Um, so was it enough? No, it is better than zero. Right. So I've seen a lot of people saying, um, $600. That's all, you know, but it's $600. And I think, uh, or the first one was $1,200. And I think if you, you know, put it, to good use you know pay some bills that you haven't paid because truth be told a lot of people are getting confused about these deferments right (laughs) deferment does not mean that you're not gonna have to pay it you know defer (laughs) means to push off for a later time Mm -hmm. right so i think um instead of and i'm not gonna tell nobody what to do with their money let's make that clear I'm not going to tell you not to go buy shoes. I'm not going to tell you not to go buy clothes or buy something nice for yourself, but I will tell you, make sure you handle your business first, uh, business first. And then, um, you can play later. Right. Um, so that's kind of the thing that, uh, we want to make sure people understand is that, you know, yeah, definitely take your money and do what you want to do with your money. And can't nobody tell you what to do with your money, but, Make it work for you. If you're behind in your mortgage, you're behind in your rent, whatever. um, You might want to be smart about what you're putting your six hundred dollars or twelve hundred dollars into. Right. Right. I agree. Um, Because once this pandemic is over. (laughs) (laughs) No excuses. No excuses. And these um, bills are still be there. So. um, So, yeah. How do you feel about uh, the president teasing us with the two thousand dollars versus the six hundred dollars?
1: You mean how I feel? About it? <laughs> like, same thing. Tease is like when a girl teases a guy. That's trash.
0: That's trash. Don't right.
1: tease me. Just give me what I need and give me what I want.
0: Right. So President Trump, that was trash. Yeah, like, man, trash, man. <laughs> a little female right now, man. Yeah. Um, so, what are your thoughts on Mitch? Mitch McConnell, and... <laughs> uh well,
1: I think his mindset is on that old school, right. super old school mindset. And the year, not even a year, the world is evolving. And, you know, the new school know what time it is. So he needs Mm to, in my opinion, he needs to get out of office, like seriously get out of office and let this new school run it because they have more understanding. And the new Republican Party is definitely, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I can't think of the word right now, but the new Republican Party is on board with the Democratic Party. They both working together better than it was back in the day.
0: Right. Yeah. I do think that those old, older norms are definitely phasing out and they are not, they're not gonna work too much longer. It's stuck in the way. Yeah. Because these kids these days, specifically, we have a almost thirteen year old and they're inqui- they're super inquisitive. Mm. They wanna know why. They challenge almost everything you say because they wanna know what's really going on. And I think that's part of um, the issue with the with our um But the world right now is like somebody tell you this is the way it's supposed to be only because this is the way it's always been. But is that good enough? Right. Right, We need to start challenging some of these norms and, you know, trying to see past just because this is the way that it's always been done. Doesn't mean that it's the way that it should stay. Right.
1: Right. One of your favorite uh, quotes is make it make
0: sense. Yeah, right. Make it make sense, you know, and that's something that I am very big on going all the way back to the way that I was raised, you know, in religion and everything else, like make it make sense. Don't tell me this. You have to do X, Y and Z because this is just the way that it's always been. Right. That's not good enough for me. And so I think now we have a generation as much as we say, oh, these millennials are this or <laughs> these millennials are that. I think the beauty in their um, questioning is that they're trying to find answers. Right. Right and we have to be mindful not to mute that because they want to know why, you know? What's the reason behind it, it, right? Okay. Right, and so, um, but yeah, so we understand that some people um, have been struggling to pay their bills, some people might be catching up with their STEMI, Uh, some people uh, might be like, you know, just blowing their money on whatever they want (laughs) and that's fine too, I don't really care, right? You do you, if that works for you, that's fine. Right. Right. What you spend your STEMI on?
1: Shoes. <laughs> I don't keep it 100. Shoes and clothes.
0: So we're sitting here telling these people to do stuff with their money, right? And you But
1: we in a better position because we right. planned for that.
0: Absolutely. And so that's the point that I'm trying to make, right? <laughs> Budget. Right. That's the point that I'm trying to make. Everything that we needed to take care of. Um honestly a lot of this stuff, and this might be something that you guys could, you know, use if you're not using already. Um, if you hide the money from yourself, you won't spend it, right? So sight, like out of, my out of sight, out of mind. Right. So I have several allotments set up to go to different places that I don't even get to see it come into my bank account. So because if I see it in my bank account, you know, you might be more apt to spend it. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, it goes away before I even see it in my account. Right. Right. So that's one thing. Um, so I know some. I saw memes on Facebook, too, talking about when you get your six hundred dollars, you should start an LLC. <laughs> Oh my and there was much controversy about starting LLCs <sighs> when you get your $600, right? right. Uh-huh. And again, you got to know where you stand and know what you want to use your $600 for. right? Because there's other ways to have a business than LLCs. Understand that. Damn. Like, <laughs> I figured that out in, you know, starting my business, that there are other ways to start businesses. It doesn't have to be an LLC. So, um, you know, a lot of times we just, hear a buzzword or hear a buzz phrase or something that we hear someone talking about and we just run with it. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, do the research for yourself. Right. You know, when you were growing up in church, most of us or some of us study to show that self approved. Right. So just because a pastor says something doesn't necessarily mean that, that that's how you can, you should apply it to your life. So study and make sure you know what you're doing with your money, you know, and you're not just following a social societal norm that somebody said was a good thing. Okay. Right, babe? I agree. Right. So I think for some, starting an emergency fund would be a good thing to do with your six hundred dollars. If you don't have an emergency fund, mm-hmm. I think that would be a better um idea to do or something to do with your six hundred dollars than starting an LLC. <laughs> emergency fund. Yeah. Emergency fund, because I will tell you, if you don't have an emergency fund and we talked about this in the last episode, that if you don't have an emergency fund, um, if anything happens, you're at the liberty of credit cards, loans or anything like that. And all those things do is push you further in debt. It handles a situation at the forefront, but it pushes you more into debt. Right.
1: What do you think the emergency fund minimum should be?
0: It depends on the person. I think uh, rule of thumb is three months uh, salary. Okay. Is like the basic level of an emergency fund. Um, but if you can put more in there than the three months, um, that's great, right? Mm-hmm. So, of course, you know, there's moderate, um, you know, um, I forget the words. right? Okay. You know what I'm trying to say. But essentially, there's different levels to having your emergency fund, right? Mm-hmm. And emergency funds are not for things like buying groceries every month <laughs> and you know like paying your phone bill every month. The emergency fund is for something that happens, you know, something if it's a rainy day. Like, you know, my grandma used to say save for a rainy day. Mm-hmm. If your car breaks down, you know, if you have to get some type of maintenance on your house, you know, okay. things like that. Um some people actually use their um home uh, equity as an emergency fund. Hmm. Okay. Home equity, using your home equity as an emergency fund is not always the best thing to do um, because once you use it, I mean, it's like, OK. Right. So I think you should be mindful that, yeah, you can use the equity in your home for right. an emergency. Uh-huh. But ha- trying to save some money towards an emergency fund is is also a good thing, too. And as much as you can save. Right. So um,
1: you think you should do it like every paycheck or just like every week or what I think suggest?
0: I think it depends on whoever or however your financial situation is set up. Right. Okay. So the way that we do it is we save for our emergency fund basically uh, every payday. Right? right. So it's set up as an allotment. So, of course, it comes out at the first of the month, mm-hmm. but the money is taken from our uh, mid month pay and our end the month pay. So that's how we do our emergency fund. And actually, it goes out of our account before I even see it. So right. that's okay. kind of how that works. Okay. And so, of course, keeping in mind that emergency fund, travel fund, all those things are different, right? right. You use those for different purposes. Um, but I think that starts with starting your budget, right? Absolutely. It starts with your budget. So, before we start talking investing and all these other great things to do that's going to give you a better return on your investment, this and that, mm-hmm. you got to have money to invest to get a return. Does that makes sense. <laughs> like, you can't tell people to invest something that they don't have, right? I agree. And it's risky, yeah, right?
1: Absolutely.
0: So, never invest something that you really need. That's one thing to understand.
1: Ooh, that's key, right there. Yeah. Like,
0: you know, don't put it in there if you can't stand to lose it because just stock market, you can lose your money, right? Absolutely. I watch it go up and down every day, right? Okay. Um, so, again, it can be different for different people. So, yeah. Right, that what's just depends. Next? What's that? <laughs> next, we got Christmas shopping. So we know Christmas just was, you know, a couple of weeks ago and people were out Christmas shopping and we know you guys might have spent a lot of money on Christmas gifts. Maybe I know I saw a lot of um, posts this year saying this year we're going to focus on family over gifts and, mm. you know, that's great. Um, so, you know, maybe a lot, maybe some of you did not spend a lot of money because you were more focused on the family aspect of it. And that's awesome. I mean, Where I you think see
1: that because on my part, I saw a lot of <laughs> Birkins. <laughs>
0: well, you follow. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> you follow a lot of. Yeah. So, but whatever. Um, I think All some right. it was a mixture of both, but you know, to each their own. Um, I think we focused on both. Um, but like I said in our Q&A the other day that um, because we didn't travel, mm-hmm. um, we had a little bit of money set aside that we could do certain things with. Right. right, right. Nothing we buy for Christmas is just, oh, let me take money from my cell phone bill or let me take money from the house payment to, you know, buy a certain thing. Right. So um, why
1: was I lights that? I'm playing. I'm <laughs> playing. I'm playing.
0: You better quit playing. Our (laughs) lights are never off, guys, so don't let him play with y'all. Okay. Um, But, yeah, so uh, basically I know someone that I admire. She said, I like those bags under your tree. And my Mm. response to her was, you know, yeah, we decided to treat ourselves a little this year since we didn't travel. So, basically, when you budget, you know where your money is and you know where it's going, so you can kind of dictate, okay, I got a little bit left over for groceries this month, so maybe I'll move that over to our... Play fun. Maybe we can go to the movies or something like that. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. So um, little tidbits on that. Um, next, you know, we'll get off of Christmas shopping. You guys do what you do, but just be smart about it. Uh, life insurance. What about it? Is it important?
1: Yeah. If you plan on killing somebody. <laughs> all, right, all right. That's too far. <laughs> too, too, far. too far. Too far. But yeah, definitely. Bring, like it, back, bring yeah. it back. Bring it back. you said, initially, uh, plan for any rainy day.
0: Yes. And life insurance is a part of that. Um, I, again, we say we're not gurus in anything. We just know what has worked for us. And we're just, you know, trying to give you guys a little bit of what worked for us. So I'll give you guys some of stats. 50% of people have life. 57% of people have uh, life insurance. Americans. Wow. So um, a little bit more than half. A little bit right. more than Jeez. half. Yeah. Uh, 40% of Americans will leave their families in financial distress. mm so that could mean uh, you might be insured, but are you underinsured, mm. right? Because you can be underinsured in the fact that you might say, hey, I got a $25,000 policy, mm-hmm. but you gotta look at expenses, right? So I got $25,000 policy, uh, I'm gonna leave this for my children, but I'm also leaving my children with you know, this car, this house, all these other expenses that they might have to take on when I die. So make sure you're not underinsured. So I think you need to, that's again, going back to budgeting. Budgeting is the foundation, right? Right. Going back to budgeting and saying, hey, um, so we got these, this much expenses, we have all these things, you know, how much coverage do we need? And that's another thing too, getting a financial advisor or counselor that is important to go over the stuff with you because I don't know everything. Gary doesn't know everything. (laughs) And you know, we need help in trying to figure out how do we get to those things. So uh, only 30% of the 57% of Americans that have insurance Mm -hmm. have sufficient coverage okay yeah so there's another you know 27 percent of people hanging out there that have life insurance but they don't have enough I bet right
1: that, i bet you that's the men
0: <laughs> i don't know well i i don't know I'm
1: usually more responsible so I'm pretty most sure.
0: times but i
1: which is my y- Y'all need to
0: get get it together then
1: i think we uh catching up now though yeah i think we almost like surpassing you guys but i think we're catching up right
0: now yeah <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> that's good. I know you catching up because you ain't got no choice. Yeah. Yeah. Um so 4 out of 10 don't have life insurance. So that's wow. that, you know. So um and it's important to think about this early in your life. Yeah. Um because um insurance companies are strict about their coverage. Mm-hmm. Um the market is competitive, so again, insurance uh when you um because you receive dividends Mm -hmm. off of your life insurance policy so it's competitive and it goes with the stock market and anything else right Um, start as early as possible because when you the older you get the less coverage you get and your premium can be higher Mm -hmm. right again I'm not a life insurance um, consultant or anything like that I do know life insurance consultants Um, so if you guys uh, have any questions or anything about life insurance consultants or you want to speak to somebody I have a few that I can refer to you, um, but just keep in mind that, you know, life insurance is important because we all are, it's inevitable. We will all die, you know, one day, Jeez. so it's so, definitely um, so cool. <laughs> inevitable, so that's something that we need to keep in mind, right? Okay. Um, We got a little visitor, guys. So. As usual, so. <laughs>
1: It is, what it, is. it is
0: what it is. We're going to keep going as long as we can. Yeah,
1: as long as she's quiet. As long as fine. she's
0: quiet, we're going to keep going. Um so also there are different types of uh life insurance policies, so there's mm-hmm. whole life and term life. Um Explain so to me. so whole life is uh basically go about. I think it's about your age limit, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, so okay. um it goes by your age limit and um you know, you can cover you for your whole life or certain terms of your life. Um, again, I have financial gurus <laughs> that can, uh, expound upon that. If you guys are interested, I'm not uh, a professional in that. I just know that, um, you should, uh, and they have some policies have cash value as well. So, okay, um, <laughs> I you can, you. I know you was trying me. I told you I'm not an insurance <laughs> professional. I just know that, you know, All right, cool. you need to have it. Um, and so, uh, some policies have cash value. So, um, as your policy grows and, and um, gets dividends and interest, um, there's a cash value option in there that you can take cash out for, say, a down payment on a home or something like that. So those there are options there as well.
1: Okay.
0: And to my military folks, I'm gonna talk to y'all real quick. So we automatically get life insurance, $400,000, and it's a small uh, payment for your premium, right? Right. Um, but understand something. This life insurance uh, policy that we get, the SGLI, Mm -hmm. um, Survivors Group Life Benefit, or Service Member Group Life Benefit, sorry if I got the words wrong, but nonetheless, um, the SGLI, uh, we get that while we're on active duty, Mm -hmm. but once we retire or we separate, that policy or that um, life insurance doesn't follow us. So you have to transfer that over to a veterans group life insurance policy or VGLI policy, which is also going to have a higher premium because you're no longer on active duty. So it might be wise that while we're on active duty that we try to get um, a commercial or secondary policy through another company. So um, we actually have that. We have military um, life insurance and we have – a third party provider Life insurance um, I have life insurance On my mother mm-hmm. It's <laughs> Of course When I got it She was a little older So I have to pay A little bit more For a little bit less coverage However Something is better Than nothing True. Because at the end of the day We're all gonna die And that is just inevitable Right Right So um, Yeah So uh, Did you know That the younger And healthier you are The more coverage You can get With a lower premium So I kind of talked about that before but yes um, if you get it early it's better um, for your life later so just something to think about so start young yeah start young Um, a lot of stuff is start young especially when you're talking stock markets and um, IRAs and TSPs and all kinds of stuff like that it definitely is it pays to start younger because you need time for those things to to grow and mature so um yeah so we'll switch gears here i mean that was kind of morbid i guess but we're gonna die so we got to make sure that our family's taken care of when and we die
1: just make sure you're covered that's, that's it. it and yeah. now that we have everybody's quarantined in different parts of the world um you yeah, have more ample time to read up on these things to study about it and just you know get the answers you need to know right so take advantage of this time that we're
0: home Right. And a lot of things, too, for active duty, Um, they provide free service, um, free counselors, um, a lot a lot of stuff. When you actually get um, certain life insurance policy companies, they'll provide a financial advisor free of charge for Mm -hmm. active duty if you did not know that. Um, So we'll switch gears from that. Um, If you guys want more information on uh, things like uh, life insurance or anything like that. Hit me up. You know, I'm here. Um, we'll leave all of our uh, contact information at the end of our podcast. So just let us know what you guys want to want to know. And we'll, I'm free to give you what I have. And if I don't know the answer to it, I'll be I'll find out where we can go to get the answers. Right.
1: Right. All right. So enough of that old <laughs> whole need to know stuff. Let's get some entertainment going on. What's up?
0: Entertainment. Yeah, give me something fun. All right, entertainment. Let's go. All right, so a lot of people got engaged this year. You know, That's a lot man. of wedding announcements Jeez. around Christmas and New Year's and something like that. Mm-hmm. Some of y'all got a ring put on it. Oh. Um, Some of y'all didn't, but it is what it is, right? Right. So speaking of put a ring on it, who is your favorite couple in? First of all, have you guys watched Put a Ring on it on OWN, uh, the Oprah Network? If not you need to go watch it um it was actually pretty good a really good show um it was <laughs> avery says hi it was based out of it, uh atlanta okay. right yeah. yeah dr nicole i don't know her i forget name. her last name but uh nonetheless um dr nicole it was based out of atlanta um and they had a show put a ring on it so babe who was your favorite couple
1: um hollywood man that's oh, my, my daughter right hollywood get that southern little twang to him <laughs> I, like, I like his style
0: right He's so funny. so hollywood um was hollywood is from new orleans and he is everything there is new orleans i have a few friends that are from new orleans and hollywood takes the cake like he is the face of the state right
1: <laughs> so they all act like that pretty much
0: they they were favor
1: him or
0: Not really. I think they have they are definitely prideful. Oh, okay. New Orleans men I have found are very prideful. Okay. And if any of y'all are listening, y'all can challenge me if you want to. It doesn't matter. Mm. Men from New Orleans are very prideful. Okay. Very and territorial. Oh. So okay. there's that. <laughs> gotcha. Um, but uh yeah, I think our favorite couple was Ashley and Hollywood. Mhm. Uh Hollywood was a bit much for me, you know. You as dig, far as what you dig, <laughs> funny, well, what, what did he say? Uh, what was his favorite line that he said all the time? Uh, because I'm about that life.
1: Oh, if you're about that life, I'm about, I'm that, about life. that life. You know so,
0: Hollywood was definitely about that life. So, um, the worst couple for us for me, <laughs> well, I wouldn't say the worst couple, but the worst person on there for me was Shay. I was not a huge fan of Shay. Um, specifically because shay came off as very selfish and when it came to her thoughts about um how she felt about bringing his son and uh, michael's son into their home after they got married and she was like i'm marrying him i'm not marrying his son that well, really true. rubbed me the wrong way it so should. It should. yeah if that-
1: you're a caring mother or Parents, right,
0: I so th- so that definitely rubbed me the wrong way when it came to Shay and how she handled that situation. Um, yeah, Vince and the I only remember her name. Who
1: cool. Vince? You sure and, not Tabitha?
0: Her name's not Tab- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that name. Her name is not Tabitha, but I don't remember her name. But they weren't that. I mean, their storyline was interesting, but they didn't really keep our attention. Like. Ashley in Hollywood and Shay and Michael. So,
1: well, I think um, Vince and I'm calling her Tabitha. Her name's not Tabitha. It's pretty much how a lot of relationships are in today's world. As far as like, if a man loses his trust with you, she's going to take a while to get over it.
0: Okay. So, so I guess essentially their story was he cheated on her in the beginning and, um, it was hard for her to start or, trust him again yeah let it go let it go right and so that's the that was the story on vince and i do not remember her name i'm so sorry but anyway her name is (laughs) her name's not tabitha guys her name's not tabitha so um but anyway we digress and we'll go back to this whole budgeting thing but that was yeah so if you haven't watched put a ring on it um it was actually a really good show and if you have watched put a ring on it let us know um, what you think. Who your favorite couple is? All right. All right. So um, we're gonna digress from that. Um, we just had to throw that out there since we were talking about putting a ring on it. Mm. Um, so while we are talking about putting a ring on it, let's talk about budgeting for weddings. <sighs> weddings oh, <laughs> Gosh,
1: back to so, finances. Yep,
0: back to finances. The All stuff right. people don't want to talk about, gotcha. but we gotta talk about it. Okay. Um. So. What so, are we doing? so um. Who should be responsible for the wedding expenses, you think?
1: Um, Are we talking about today's time or old school time? We
0: talking about today. We don't want to go back. We talking about today.
1: Well, with anything, it just depends on the couple's financial situation. Mm -hmm. If the man can cover it all, then cover it all. If, If he cannot and the woman is... Secure enough to go half and half with her soon to be husband? Mm-hmm. They go half and half.
0: Yeah, so I'll say this. I'm gonna put this out there, like real talk. Like I, I see a lot of stuff about um women and men's roles and m- women and men's responsibilities and mm-hmm. things like that. The man's supposed to, you know, pay all the bills and the woman is supposed to just keep her check to herself. Mm-hmm. That's. It is what it is, right? I think that mentality comes goes back to when the husband was out making all the money and the woman was home taking care of kids and stuff like that. Mm. I think that was kind of the idea. That's what I think. Right. But in this time, do you? like? I feel like if you are okay with paying half and your husband paying half or your wife paying half or whatever that looks like, I think you have to manage that on your own, right? right. I am so, uh, I would say, against... Societal norms, and I always challenge who said this was the way that it was really supposed to be, right?
1: But so I don't think that there's anymore now because women get paid way more than some guys, too. Now, right, you know what I'm
0: and, so, and I agree, and I think um, expectation management is one of the phrases that I use often, and I think a lot of people, and I only hear this a lot really from single people what about. He got to pay all my bills. (laughs) That's why they're single. Or (laughs) he got to pay all my bills. I'm keeping my check. But meanwhile, you're single. And you're single because your mindset, you know, I think, Mm. you know, again, these are just our thoughts, our opinions, how we look at it. But as far as like who should be responsible for wedding expenses, I think that depends on the couple, right? Right. For us, if we can split it and you. Take care of, you know, the venue and I take care of the food, whatever that looks like. That's what we're going to do. Right. Because it's about us and it's about what we want to do for our wedding, not what somebody else. Oh, my homegirl, you know, had this wedding and her husband paid for everything, you know, or the parents pay for this or parents pay for that. You know, I think this society now, too, is stuff is so expensive. True. And I think the rate of income is not, uh, being matched with the cost of living. So at this point, I think honestly, with two parents working, um, I wouldn't say you're barely making ends meet, but it's required, right. To have both parents working or both husband and wife working and making a certain amount of money just to keep the household going. Trapping, Right. No, we're not. trapping. No trap. No trap. No trapping. No But yeah. So uh, we. Um, but that thing also we need that again goes back to budgeting and how much you know money we have for the actual wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, you should make sure you're budgeting for that. I don't know about y'all, but I'm not going in debt for no wedding. Nah. It ain't no gonna need. happen. It no. is not gonna happen. When my wedding day happens, you know. Granted, we've been married for a while, but when we have our wedding. Or big reception or whatever you want to call it. Mm. We're not going to the next day be like, oh, we got to pay $20,000, you know, because we decided to have this wedding that was outside of our budget. Mm. So, you know, to each their own. But um, stats show that many engaged couples go into debt by using loans and credit cards to pay for their wedding.
1: Yo, they take out loans for weddings and all that. Yes. That's crazy. Yes.
0: Uh, 28% reported going into debt after paying for a wedding. Uh, Average wedding cost today is $29,200. Oh,
1: that's not bad. That's high? I don't know. Okay, whatever. I've never been married before. Average
0: yearly salary (laughs) is (laughs) $59,160. Oh, okay. So when compared to the average yearly salary, Mm. and Avery's back, guys.
1: She's fine.
0: She's fine. So, um... When comparing your average wedding cost um, to the average yearly salary, that's yeah. a lot of money. Yeah, so simply put, just make a budget. Um, engagement ring thoughts. Should it be three times your salary? That's the rule of thumb, by the way. That's the rule of thumb? hmm I, mean, I don't know about that <laughs> I
1: just know if it's, if it's icy, if it's dancing, if it's big, let's rock.
0: Okay, well, <laughs> I guess it depends on the person, right? Yeah. But I just think three th- three times your salary, you know. I mean, I think in retro, not retrospect, but basically when you think about it, I think it's just like, um, if you got it, I guess. But I yeah. would say don't go expend yourself over a ring when you don't really have it like that. Like mm. I don't
1: know. Don't be capping.
0: Don't be capping. Right. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Uh buy me a house or, you know, buy me something that, you know, I don't know, like a ring, yeah. I love my ring by the way, but I'm just saying like don't uh Mm. don't be yeah, don't be crazy, right? All right. Um so the average cost of an engagement ring in twenty eighteen was seventy four hundred dollars. That's it. Gary. (laughs) 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 Um and seventy percent of the people that were in this Mm. survey um had existing debt. Ooh. Um, yeah. So Dang. that's something to think about. It's not like they went and spent 75, uh, I mean, $7,500. That's a thousand.
1: Yeah. You said thousand.
0: I didn't mean to say 1000 <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. 75 or $7,400, not gotcha. thousand, gotcha. $7,400. I am so sorry if I said seventy four thousand. dollars $7,400, but, uh, essentially, and it's not like they just went to the store and said he goes some cash. He go, you know, uh-huh. the money for $7,400 ring. So, which means, if that was the average cost, the mm-hmm. ring probably was about $5,000 and then they paid another two probably in interest, right? Right, right. So yeah. there's that. Okay. So. Cool. Um, So I know finances is a hard topic um, to have. My husband, we talk about finances, but not in this case because no. I think he, he already had to go through this whole part of <laughs> building a budget and going through all that. So we're past that now. Yeah. Um, and so we're actually um, looking at we're at the investment and all that stage right of our lives right um building and so he hated it when we were going through this process of the whole budget thing but now that we have it all squared away and it's good to go these conversations are not as hard to have um so it was was worth it yeah having those conversations early and often were worth it and now we're in a place where we're able to invest and we're able to you know Use our money and let our money make money and invest our money into ourselves and into our family, so we can build that generational wealth. Um, so I think at this point, um, he's okay with. Yeah. H- even when we go back to talk about budgeting, so he'd be like, "Oh my God, we gotta talk about this," you know, because it's hard conversations to have, um, but you have to have them if you want to um, move on in your life and have a better financial situation.
1: And so I know I suggest that that be part of your. I want to say interviewing process in your relationship, but definitely you should be in the beginning of the relationship.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think you should talk about it in the beginning and can make it a continuous thing, right? Make it a continuous thing because I think that eliminates the fights. That's true. Right. Yep. Um, anyway. so anyway, so our final tips for this episode are only invite friends to your wedding that will bring gifts.
1: Damn. <laughs> uh, uh, okay.
0: <laughs> And the reason I say that, I, I'm being funny, <laughs> but I'm also that. being serious, too. Um, some people don't bring gifts. They come and eat your food at your wedding, and then they just leave. You know and-
1: what? That is true. <laughs> Birthday parties, too. Birthday parties. <laughs> Baby showers, also. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So um, imagine if all your wedding uh, guests brought, like, $100. Yo. <laughs>
1: you know what? That's a good idea.
0: I'm just saying, like, imagine if that was to happen, right? Mm. Like, you would have a nice little nest yeah. egg by yeah. the end of your thing, you know? I don't. Or, know.
1: as you say, an emergency fund. An
0: emergency fund. There Boom! You there you go. Mm-hmm. Your wedding guests built your emergency fund. You're not, welcome. not your wedding guests uh, brought you a gift, and now you got to go pay off your debt from the wedding. Mm. I'm not gonna be at the altar smiling, knowing that I got twenty thousand dollar debt i gotta pay after this wedding is over i ain't smiling about that i'm so, you crying inside yeah exactly so <laughs> that's probably why those guys be up they're crying at the altar for real <laughs> they're not crying because you look so beautiful walking down the aisle they're crying because they're like god dog, i got a twenty thousand dollar uh, debt that I got to pay once this day is over. Jeez. That's probably why they're crying. I'm going to just be honest. Tommy, if you don't look at me and cry like him, we ain't in the same, right marriage. Yeah, <laughs> no, he probably crying because he knows he owes his money when this wedding is over. Let's wow. be real. So, wow. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Jeez. these are all jokes, guys, but there's some seriousness too. It's a good tip, though. Yeah. So, some other like real tips. I just said, no, I'm serious. But anyway, some other tips is start now, saving a little bit at a time so it's not too much of a hardship when Christmas comes around again. So, mm-hmm. you know, put a little bit aside. Uh, set goals that are realistic, attainable, and well thought out. Mm-hmm. So, um, don't be too uh, unrealistic in your goals. Like, oh, we want to save ten thousand dollars this year when you don't even make that much money in a. You know, you don't make that much money. You know, because you have to think when you when you're saving. Mm-hmm. The rule of thumb is to save what twenty percent. Mm -hmm. And then 80% goes towards your expenses. So just think about it. If you are um, trying to save that amount of money and 80%, you're using a hundred percent every month to just make ends meet. You are probably not going to be able to reach that $10,000 goal if you know, that's too, too far fetched. So I think you have to be mindful where you are, how much money you're actually really making and start small. You know, let's say, you know, last year we only saved 200 This year we want to save 500 right? You mm. might have to start small like that. You know, I don't know people's financial situation, but it's up to you to know what that looks like and be, be realistic, right? Right. Um, because it, it eliminates the stress or definitely um, reduce the stress. Um, if you don't stay on track the whole year, it's okay. Just readjust and get back to it. So I have friends that um, I have helped them with their budget, You know, got them on the right track and they're very accountable. And so sometimes they'll reach out to me and they'll say, oops, I overspent. I spent too much of my play money this month. You're going to be mad at me. I'm not going to be mad at you. I'm just going to say, OK, it happens. Now readjust and get back to it. That's it. Because things come up, right? Absolutely. So invest into yourself. So that could be, you know, if you're at that level, stocks, CDs, bonds, real estate, businesses, financial counselor, life insurance policy, because life insurance policies pay dividends too. So mm-hmm. it's not just, you know, Oh, I, I got to wait till I die <laughs> for my kids to get this money. Whatever the case, right? Right. Right. There's right. some benefit in there too, that you can use while you're alive. Um, get a plant. So tools, get a planner, a regular old notebook, and write down everything, um, all your expenses and all your uh, income. And then, you know, that's how you start to build your budget. If you're more advanced, you can get an Excel spreadsheet. Oh, okay. um, and the formulas that you can put into that Excel spreadsheet will do the math for you. Um, so if you're, you know, good with Excel and you know all the formulas and things that go into that, you know, use Excel and let it do the math for you.
1: Okay.
0: There's other tools like every dollar everydollar.com actually has a budgeting tool that you can put all your numbers in, um, and it'll spit out a budget for you. Um, there are financial counselors. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? He's like, lo- he's looking at me like this because he's already heard all this crazy.
1: Nah, you in your zone. So I'm like, yo.
0: <laughs> like, he, yeah, you know. So there's counselors. You know, there's the Dave Ramsey's. Um, we use some of his tips and tools, but we kind of. It to use our own as well. Mm-hmm. There's a Instagram people that you can follow. Um, I don't know her real name, but she's a good one that I listen to a lot. Um, they now have this uh, Earn Your Leisure uh, University, some black guys, uh, I think they're out of New York, mm-hmm. that you can follow. Um, they have a lot of tidbits, a lot of information on finances and things like that. Um, IG is like. Instagram is really big for like, you know, people advertising different things. So just you know, click on a YouTube video, go follow them. Um, you know, I'll tag some of these different uh, tools, some of these different websites in the comment section, but uh, on YouTube. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, definitely take advantage of um, these tools, free tools, free game. You know, that's out there. So okay, um, and get you a financial advisor if you're at that level where you need to talk to someone to help you get better with your finances
1: right okay
0: um yeah so that's about it for this episode yeah yeah <laughs>
1: get it out the way get
0: it out the way so we can Jeez. move on to some juicy stuff because yeah finances are usually a lot harder to talk about for most people than it is for other, you know, topics and stuff true. like that. So true. Right. Jeez. So in closing, um, our manifestation word for this words for this year are consistency and in, to be intentional. Mm. Right. Um, so we have the tools, we have the gifts, we have the skills. We just have to be consistent and intentional with what we're doing. Right. And so we're going to manifest that every day. Uh, This year, we will provide you guys with a revamp, not only with podcasts, but some merch, some prizes, some giveaways, as well as some community outreach. If we are available to do that. (laughs) Giveaways. okay. (laughs) Right. Um, But anyway, thank you for tuning in to the first episode of the season two No Great Area podcast. We are so happy that you all came back to join us. And for those of you who are new um, that are joining us, thank you so much. Um, This is going to be an awesome year for us. Um, And if you have friends or family members that do not follow us, please spread the word and like, comment, subscribe to our YouTube channel as well as to our podcast. We are on Apple, Mm -hmm. Google, Mm -hmm. and SoundCloud. Mm. Um, So you can find us on YouTube at Gary N, the letter N, Kira Gray. Um, You can find us on uh, IG, Instagram at No Gray Area Podcast. Gray is G-R-E-Y. Um, and if you have feedback or questions you would like to send us like listener questions or anything, you can email us at no gray area 20 the number twenty two zero at gmail.com. So Gary, do you have anything else to add? Hey, this is
1: your episode. <laughs> I'm just here <laughs> listening absorbing. Yeah, that's for, it.
0: For this episode, he didn't do a whole lot of talking, but he gonna talk for some other ones because Definitely. this one is kind of my lane, I guess. so yeah. and that's another thing too and I'll leave on this. You gotta know your lane in your relationship, right? That's right. Because I think you can grow with that, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're strong in this, he might be weak in this, but together we can make this thing strong, and we can all be able to move forward. There so, um, I think that's something that we have found to be um, very beneficial to our relationship. Absolutely.
1: So your position.
0: That's right. <laughs> oh, good. All right. So, in that note,
1: uh, what to love yourself, love each other. <laughs> You know what? that's yeah i like that i think i'm gonna change it I'll i don't know it. yet but so far we're gonna stay with you know love yourself love each other but we're gonna come with something new yeah we might we might <laughs> tell us how you feel about it if you like it continue doing it. if you don't i'll switch it up
0: all right okay guys uh thank you for listening tuning in to us um have a great one our solidified family
1: all right talk to you later bye guys bye